Hello there, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Inca Booch. Inca Booch is a new kind of kombucha combining all the probiotic benefits of other kombuchas with the antioxidant benefits of purple corn infused tea. Purple corn has some of the highest levels of antioxidants in the plant world and combined with tea to make kombucha makes for a powerful powerhouse of nutrition. Visit IncaBooch.com to check out their great selection of drinks, including my favorite, Spice Berry, and Ginger Coconut. Today's review of the Joe Rogan Experience podcast is for episode 1218, Gad Sad. A great character, a good friend of Joe's. He's an author, professor of psychology, and a big proponent of free speech. And him and Joe got into it pretty solidly on this podcast. So without further ado... Uh, let's get reviewing. So, uh, Gad Sad is a great character and, uh, really always a pleasure, uh, for him to be on Rogan's podcast. Just an interesting guy. He's one of those... Jordan Peterson type, you know, well thought out individuals. Uh, and um, he has strong opinions, but uh, he backs them up in in uh, very interesting ways and does lectures and, and speaking tours where he expresses these points that, you know, he's very, he's very vocal about that. And that takes balls. And I, and I respect that. And I think that's why Joe is uh you know in part such such good friends uh with Gad Sad interesting name uh they get into they start off the podcast talking about Sargon who uh was recently deplatformed uh for using a racist word um and he was deplatformed from one of those sites that um uh you can like Patreon yeah I think it was Patreon where you can uh, you get donations. You know, you're probably familiar with those. You get donations, you get money. So he's losing about $12,000 a month because they took him off there. Now, uh, after hearing what he said, and you can, you know, obviously you'll listen to Rogan's podcast, uh, you know, from the review, and then you, uh, you'll know what he said. Now, what he said was sloppy. It wasn't good. Uh, it wasn't, like, directly racist, but he was, like, making the point to say, um, you know, just... It was just bad. It wasn't good. And he was on someone else's podcast. And, and really the point is that should he have been banned for what he said, um, should there be some sort of review system in place that really analyzes what he said? Joe, I guess, is uh, a bit of a fan of Sargon's work and said, for the most part, he has really good, interesting points. But sometimes in a podcast, because they're not scripted, you know, you just speaking sometimes some things come out which aren't always maybe worded the best and if they're not directly racist in that sense or you know really bigotry then um should a site like patreon be able to take down that his ability to make money it's a good question because where do you draw the line? I think, you know, in a lot of ways, Joe's setting up for the day that they someone turns to him and says, look, you can't be on YouTube or you can't be somewhere and it's a big 
revenue stream just lost for him. Um, and, and I'm not saying he just does it just for himself, but I mean, he's speaking out for all of these things and trying to get some consensus of like where we stand. It makes sense. You know, I don't know where it should be, but freedom of speech exists um, in in this kind of digital world where companies are in charge. It doesn't exist in the same way as it does in you know the Constitution. So it's slippery. And uh, where where is it going? And and how does it need to be enforced? And should it be? And all those sorts of things. Uh, Twelve thousand dollars a month is no joke, though. That's a lot of money to lose because of the way you said one thing and and then you know if they give it back to him now will he be scared and will he not express himself how he used to because of fear of getting dropped sam harris is uh, a huge proponent of of free speech stuff and is very concerned about you know anytime somebody is or a company or whatever is like you know trying to stifle that uh he was also one of the biggest accounts on patreon so he made a lot of money that way because he doesn't do advertising on podcasts. He decides to do it just with people giving money, which is just more credit to Sam Harris for the way that he uh, sets things up. I think it's awesome. And uh, he's really, you know, a fascinating dude. Uh, so, yeah, he he pulled his account because he didn't agree with the way that this is going. I guess he has other streams of income and doesn't need to worry about it, but I'm sure he's losing some big money. And um, yeah, he just does things how he feels best, regardless of the financial costs. And, and that's that's really impressive. But it's going to make Patreon open their eyes, I, I think, you know, and uh, that's kind of it's kind of where it goes. And, and in the same way, Joe and Gad were talking about how one time, I guess, Gad called somebody a retard on Twitter. And that person went to his school and connected with his HR department and tried to get him fired. Um, crazy, in a sense of like that person wasn't even a student, didn't even go to his school. It's just this outrage culture is huge. And you say anything and and people like know that this is the process. You know, they can get people fired and removed from schools and so on. Nothing really happened to Gad, but uh, it's kind of, kind of crazy really that that happened um and it, and it begs the question like you know should we all be just so pc nice to each other all the time online when we're speaking that nobody ever gets offended or should we take the power away from these few people that really get worked up about this stuff i don't know joe joe was talking and saying that in a lot of ways we don't have any struggle anymore you know things are easy so people are getting upset at nonsense, you know, and not not all of it is nonsense. There's a hate out there that shouldn't be tolerated. That's definitely not good. But uh, um, at the same time, people are getting very upset about really minuscule things. And it's almost to no end. It's like, where do you stop? You know, Joe gives the example that we don't need food anymore. Everyone mostly has food. You know, I'm sure there are a few spots of people starving in the world but they're certainly not getting triggered you know they're just getting on with it and uh he brings up the the whole issue of the snowflake and what that is you know what it what it sounds like it's like everything everyone's unique and everyone's this and that but joe says maybe not maybe you're just not good at a lot of things and you're overly sensitive and that's that so i don't know that's kind of a that's kind of a 
definitely a Joe take on on uh, what a snowflake should be. But really, people are getting too sensitive. Uh, he talks about uh, Gad talks about how Yale has put tampons in the men's restrooms, saying that it's not just women that menstruate. Honestly, you know, uh, that's that seems very strange. I'm just like, what? The real question there is like, okay, if that's the case, then are there instructions on where you're supposed to put the tampon? Right? I'm like, hold on. I mean, what are you going to come out with a stuck up your nose like you had a nosebleed? I don't really know what point they're trying to make there. It just seems really strange. Joe and Gad move on to start talking a little bit about Canada and the parts of Canada that they really like. Uh, Joe says that he does like Toronto more than Montreal. Uh, I'm not sure if that has anything to do with the fact that he basically sold out a 20,000-person arena area uh, in Toronto not that long ago. Uh, But he loves both those cities. He just says about Montreal, the whole French and English thing kind of annoys him. The idea that the French there want to move away and separate into their own country and, you know... uh, that sort of thing, I guess, kind of uh, gets on his nerves. And another thing about Canada as a whole is he's worried about the First Amendment uh, or the idea that there's no First Amendment there. So they don't have free speech like we have in the United States. Uh, there's a Human Rights Council that kind of determines things that are happening. But, I mean, that kind of goes with the times, uh, which is a little scary, and that's kind of bad news. So so Joe's not about that. What he does like, though, is university is cheap in Canada, and healthcare is free. Uh, those things are good. And uh, in a way, Joe is, he says he's, you know, he has a lot of kind of values that align with, like, that sort of socialism. Um, and he gives the example of the fire department. Everyone has the fire department. Why can't everyone have health? And why can't everyone go to university? It kind of makes uh, sense for that to happen. And Gab brings up some interesting points about uh, disparity of relationships. Uh, He talks somewhat about, um, you know, like how a tall woman will want to date taller men. So the taller the woman, the less selection they have for dating um, because uh, men won't be as tall. And in a way, it's the same for however high educated they get. The higher educated, they want someone more educated so that in a way they're minimizing their own uh, dating selection. Uh, But it makes sense that that would happen. I mean, given um, the opportunities and skill set that a woman possesses, uh, and I guess being tall isn't really a skill set, but that's a genetic advantage. Why would they not then choose somebody taller in the same way as if you're a very smart educated woman you're going to want a man to do the same i mean you've got to stand around and chat with this person for a while so that makes sense and gab brings up an interesting point that the young marriages marriages where people are like 18 in a sense they become stagnant so you could have you know a cheerleader and the quarterback getting married young you know they're both at the top of their like social status, but then one of them stagnates. One of them maybe doesn't um, continue to improve in the same way, and the other person does. Goes to school, gets a great degree, and they become kind of bored, you know, and it, and it separates. And that that was an interesting thing. And and then he also brings up something called Zahibian signaling, which is all about kind of like showing your wealth 
because she must be costly. So it gives the example of expensive engagement rings being three months worth of your salary because if it's too cheap, then it's not worth the price. If you don't have to work hard to get their attention and everyone can do it, then, you know, how in like a dating sense or like mating sense, how is anybody supposed to know um, if you're worthy of that kind of attention, which is kind of interesting, you know, it brings up the point of like, you know, I'm sure the guy with the Ferrari gets a lot of women in a sense. It's like that's a very expensive item that not many people can have. And uh, it, it works, you know. Uh, they talk also about progressivism in universities, how in a way it's like a religion, you know, these days it's, uh, it's like what the far left is defining as, is kind of like their science, um, or, or to deny science, I mean, so it's, it's a belief system. It's like, you can, you can not believe in like certain types of logic because you believe in this like faith-based idea. And, uh, and Joe says there's always going to be a bunch of people that want to believe in things that aren't true because that makes them seem better than they are. And uh, the fact is life is not fair and that's hard to deal with. So this is like a coping strategy of like fairness in that sense. Lastly, they finish with, with a bit of a health talk by Joe, but also, you know, a bit of a rant. He talks about the obese lady that was on Cosmo magazine not that long ago and you know i'm sure they put it up there to just kind of change the social norms of like what you should look like but joe makes the point that he's eating herself to death and that's not healthy and you shouldn't encourage other people to get morbidly obese they're going to get a lot of health problems it's probably the single most unhealthy thing you can do is uh be greatly overweight for the majority of your life and uh um you know, it, it's that sort of thing. And and he was asked by Gad if, if one of his kids started to get big, you know, put on a lot of weight, how would Joe deal with it? And Joe gave an interesting answer. He said he'd look internally to make sure that he wasn't being an overbearing father. You know, it'd be a big project. It's not just like, oh, you got to tell them to not eat because they're getting too fat. But, you know, have a look at, at what's happening in the way that he's raising them that, that uh, could be causing this health issue. But anyway, it was a really good conversation and uh, a lot of uh, solid information there about uh, just how people are dealing with things. I mean, Gad Sad's a, a super smart guy. So check it out. Thank you for listening. And I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and again, this review was brought to you by Inca Booch Kombucha. Go to IncaBooch.com to order your drinks today.